Welcome to RUL10, your primary source for music, movies, TVs, TV, and sports. All right, what's up, everybody? We're back with another episode of the Are You Entertained podcast. Want to give a fair warning out there. This episode contains everything you need to know in music, movies, TV, and sports. Sprinkled in with a little deep-ass political talk. I know my boy Brandon likes that. So uh, stay woke. I'm Trey Lessio alongside Brandon Ogden in the iHeart Studios. As always, go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Search for us. We're there. Follow, subscribe, sign your life away, do what you got to do, tell your friends. Content on content on content, baby. This one's jam-packed with a lot of shit, so let's get right into it. Brandon, what up, though? How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? It's been a... Every time, I I feel like the two-week hiatus kind of... It seems long, but it's not been that long, but... I mean, how you been in the two-week little span? Good. I feel like we have to address one elephant in the room. Uh Uh-oh. And that is that last night... Both of us struck out in slow pitch <laughs> softball. Yeah, you at least made contact. With the ball. You foul tipped it. Yeah, I completely. Mine. Completely I struck out. was trying to hit a home run because uh, I was very frustrated, and I ended up. I could see all of the action that was going on on the field behind us because I took my eye off the ball. <laughs> you, you whipped and looked I, the other I way. I did. I, it was bad. But yeah, also, I, I will say what separated us last night was. Bases loaded, two outs, and my guy here drops an easy uh, ass pop fly at first base. It was weird though; like it was like in slow motion, and mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, this is a piece of cake." But the like spin on the ball mm-hmm. tripped me out. Yeah. I don't know, man. Dropped it. Yeah. Anyways, it was like six to two or six to four at that point, and they ended up scoring like nine more runs. Yeah, it ended so. up being like eleven to whatever we had. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not gonna say you tragic the game, but. There was one air before me, too, though, right? Was, Joe Bell? Yeah, yeah. Give a little shout-out to our boy Joe Bell. Yeah, Joe he uh, dropped out. a pop fly right in front of home And shout-out Colin Miller with a game-winning uh, walk-off base hit. Yeah, yeah, so. that was clutch. That was clutch. Anyways, had to address that. Yeah, good times. Yeah, no, I... I felt like a dipshit um, when I <laughs> struck out. I don't know if it's e- even physically. See, I don't even really consider yours a strikeout because it was foul, foul tip. But it, it was barely a tip. Like, but still, you got a, you nicked it. Yeah, I just completely whiffed. Yeah, pretty, pretty bad out of me. But you got to do what you got to do. Uh, let's get into the good stuff. A lot of talk about, like I said, uh, this one, we got to address uh, what happened. Uh, we're not sticking to sports. You know, we got to talk about what, ta- what happened there. Let's start off with movies and TV first, though. So uh, the biggest thing in the movie headlines for me, just because I'm really hype about this, uh, Mike Tyson reportedly confirmed Jamie Foxx will play him in an upcoming biopic. The movie is also rumored to be directed by none other than the greatest, Martin Scorsese, and written by Terrence Winter. He is the writer of Wolf of Wall Street, Sopranos, Boardwalk Empire, etc., so has a lot of potential. This is all rumor right now. Nothing has been completely confirmed. But um, Tyson told the Jasmine brand, uh, filming hasn't started yet, but it's going to happen. A lot of people aren't going to like the things I've done in my life. And uh, I have a clip that I really want to play. I, this just gets me so hype. I want to get your reactions on this. So let's check this out right now. Let me give you the opening of the movie. The camera is high, but not as high as the heavens just above the trees and it's snaking through New York. 
somewhere in New York and it's cold and people are on their way to work. It's just one camera and you hear focus mitts being hit in the distance and it's just capturing, it's capturing regular day, blue collar people, you know what I'm saying? In the hood, it's yeah. just regular, you know, people on their way somewhere and then we get up to this boxing gym, we see the doors and the camera stops and you hear the doors open magically camera snakes in and we see in the distance a hulking figure holding focus mitts and a little kid hitting the mitts and you hear the kid asking the hulking figure my dad said you were amazing my dad said you was one of the best you was boss you was this you was that and you hear the person's voice don't worry about what your dad said just throw the right make sure you keep your left though you get your head knocked off and as the camera gets closer you see that it's now Mike Tyson no, but my dad said, I'm going to tell you one time, don't, don't say anything about your dad. I don't care. That was back in the day. Just throw the left. And when you shoot the right, shoot it with, some, shoot it with authority. Shoot it like you mean it. And he throws the right, and he hits Mike, and Mike acts like he's falling in super slow motion. Ah. And when he hits the ground, ding, 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 he's back at the last fight. He got knocked, knocked out. Knocked out. Buster Douglas. And he, yeah, he's there. And as you see him, the last fight, he's on the ground, and he rests back on the ropes, and he sees everybody talking shit. Everybody saying, get up, Mike. Some people saying, you a bum. Some people saying all the things that people were saying, because we were split at that time. And he rests back on the road, spits his mouthpiece out, and it goes calm. And you just hear, <laughs> and he's saying, I'm done with all of this. And all of a sudden, just as we relax into that moment, the ref comes up, one, two. Yeah. And we flash back to the young Mike type. That's how I open. So, Yo, where's this come out, though? <laughs> We ain't got a release date. It's coming. We ain't got a release date. It's coming. All right. So what do you think about that? It's just crazy, man. You could almost visualize it as he was talking about it. Like, it it sounded that good. And then the way his voice sounded, I mean, it was Mike Tyson. It was. was Mike Tyson. He has the voice down. He does. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, My whole thing was... Basically, nothing is really set in stone. Nothing is concrete here. Nothing has been officially confirmed. So from that, I have to think there's at least a script running, like floating around somewhere because that is too visual. That's too in-depth, too detailed to just make up. You know what I mean? And it's it's honestly too good. It is. Like. You couldn't ask, I think, for like a better opening scene than right there. So, oh my god, I can't there, wait. Yeah, there's got to be something for sure coming, isn't it? That, that'll be dope. The fact that it is potentially Martin Scorsese. Oh my god. Yeah. Mike Tyson, Martin Scorsese, Jamie Foxx. That description, I think it has the potential to be fuck one of the greatest fucking <laughs> sports, sports movies, movies yeah. ever. Oh man, I'm super hyped about that. Um, so. I mean, anything else there? I mean, do you think it has potential to be up there with um, one of the best boxing movies and, if not, one of the best sports movies? Uh, Just based off the description, based on the surrounding parts. Yeah, obviously there's a lot that has to come to fruition for any of it to even consider all that. But uh, it's it's got all of the... you know the pieces, the pieces for it to be right up there with the Rocky Four. Hell yeah! Um, as far as boxing goes, are you so. a Southpaw or a um, Creed guy? They came out around you know, the same. I time. I like them both. I thought Creed was better than Southpaw. Okay. Um, but I mean, I, that mainly because of the storylines of the Rocky series yeah. and how they found a way to continue that. So I mean, Southpaw wasn't bad, but Southpaw to me was like. 
the cliche boxing movie, if you okay. know what I mean. I can Which, I mean, that. Rocky kind of was, too, in a sense. Yeah. Um, but they started it all. Right. I would say, uh, have you seen Raging Bull? I have not. I've seen The other bits one I haven't pieces. seen is Ali with Will Smith. I okay. do want to see that. I haven't seen all of that either. I've seen bits and pieces of right. both of them. But I do know Martin Scorsese directed Raging Bull. That's De Niro, right? That is De Niro and it's Pesci. Uh, he has a thing for boxing movies. He was a, he, I believe he was a producer on Bleed for This. And uh, that was the, uh, what's his name, Paz. And it was uh, Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. Actually, a really cool, really good movie. Um, <clears throat> I actually Paz is supposed to come on the yeah, podcast to he, discuss. He uh, shouted me out on Twitter, but he never got back to me if uh, he would come on. So we we did ask him, but we're still fucking waiting. <laughs> um, so yeah, Martin's <clears throat> excuse me, Martin Scorsese and boxing movies, they go hand in hand. Um, I'm excited for this one. I hope it actually comes to fruition and we see it in the near future. All right, so we have a lot of movies, movie and TV news, so let's move right on. Uh, Stan Lee said, sooner or later, the movie rights to all Marvel characters, including the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, will return to Marvel Studios. So I don't exactly know 100% what that means because I think there is a difference between Marvel Entertainment and Marvel Studios. This would be a question for our resident superhero movie expert, Jordan Bryson. He would have something to say about this, I'm sure. But uh, my whole thing is picture the Avengers, the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Defenders, which is the Netflix series, uh, the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, and Deadpool all in one movie. Could you even imagine? My question is, would that even be feasible, and would it work as a movie? Like, could it be cool, basically? I don't know. So I think the Fantastic Four, um, really all of them, the last few years have really struggled. So I feel like they wouldn't even bother putting them in. Yeah. Because one, I don't think it's all that popular. I have heard um, rumors that they're trying to reboot it well, again they after reboot the reboot. It? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like, and it I, sucked, but it, it's at the point where it's at that point. Do you even try, try? maybe yeah. wait 10 years and yeah. pick something up later? Um, but so I don't foresee that happening. Uh, I don't think that the would be their best fantastic idea. four, the specifically? fantastic four okay. specifically. X-Men, I could see, like, one or two characters maybe having, a like, a little role or sure. something. Sure, sure. Um, but, again, I, at some point you don't want – they have so many characters yeah. already. Well, you know, this Black is, Panther. Like, yeah. Civil War, I don't know how many more characters you could have realistically exactly. put in there. But at the same time, they also did such a good job that they all really fit, and it wasn't like they were just forced in there, yeah. I thought. So if anybody could do this, it is Marvel. Um, but it is hard, and at some point, you don't want to water down your content. Sure. So one, shots fired at DC? Question mark. <laughs> With that comment? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, always. Uh, and then I think about it as like I'm interested to see what Avengers: Infinity War will be like because it's going to be even more characters than it, yeah right? than uh, Infinity or excuse me Civil War. So I'm interested to see how Marvel does it there. I think, like you said, Mar- if Marvel's Marvel has the formula down, I think they're going to do well. Um, I could maybe... Th- so I did reach out to Jordan Bryson briefly to see what he thought about this. And uh, he said that his thoughts were basically X-Men, they have so much... So much success on their own. They're doing numbers at the box office. They make their own movies that he doesn't foresee this happening. Um, but we have to throw it in here because Stan Lee says, and uh, we we already saw them 
take rights of uh, Spider-Man, and now we see Spider-Man in the Avengers. So I just I want to imagine you know X-Men or even honestly I don't cool the X-Men would be cool to see uh, to see Logan or Wolverine in a Avengers yeah, movie would be dope. Wolver- Hugh Jackman's done. Ain't That's it? that is very true. But I, even more so than that, I would like to see Deadpool because that would be yeah. awesome. He's hilarious. I would love to see him in Deadpool, an like interacting with either Iron Man or uh, like the Guardian. Yes, that, that would, would be pretty epic. That would be, common. or even Ant Man. Like, because you have those yeah. are all funny people that that they could have some pretty funny stuff. Oh hell yeah, I, the potential, which, which is weird because like I feel like. In a way, these movies have gotten darker, but they've also gotten like funnier. Yeah, that is weird. Like, they've had a weird mix of no, doing you're, that. you're right. I think like let's just give it hats off. I mean, Marvel is just fucking killing. Oh hell yeah! And it just shows you. And I know we talk about this every podcast. How far behind DC is? Yeah. And like you said, if anybody can do this, if anybody has the formula, it is Marvel. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if you want to <clears throat> include unpopular characters like Fantastic Four. True. I think. In order for that to happen, they would have to reboot it again with a successful Fantastic right. Four and then eventually work them into the Avengers. Or even do, uh, like, uh, add them into a Hulk movie or, you know what I mean, like, yeah. add them into a standalone, maybe a Black Panther or something like yeah. that first before you even consider and just see how it goes, see how they interact. Um, see if the crowd goes, <gasps> Right. You know? So, I yeah. don't know. I, I just it, It's not something that I would prefer. But yeah. You never know. So just briefly, do you think that we will see and I it might be confirmed, I'm not hundred percent, so that's why I'm asking you this question, but the Netflix characters, the that would be Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, I might be missing one. Uh do you think that we will see them in a movie movie? I don't and know. if it I, I don't think that we're gonna see them in their own movie. I'm saying do right. you think we'll see them in Either part one, part two of Avengers Infinity I'd, War. Honestly, I'd be surprised. Okay. Maybe if it's like, maybe they just say, you know what, like the last scene, fuck it, it's going to be all out war. Every Marvel character we got versus, uh, what, Thanos or whatever. Thanos, yep. Um, and maybe that you see them just fighting or something. Would you like that? That, that could be interesting. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that'd be kind of a cop out to be a last scene. But yeah. I don't know. I, I, I my, my, off the top of my head, my guess is no. Okay, okay. I just want a trailer. Just give me a damn trailer. Yeah. A leaked version is out there, but it's pretty shitty quality. Give me the real thing. Uh, so that is some Marvel talk for you. We just talked about this before we got on here. Uh, the Gotti movie. I've been. I've. I've heard about this for. A year, maybe a couple years that it's been in the works. We finally got a trailer for the John Gotti movie. It's called Gotti. Uh, John Travolta is playing John Gotti. My question to you, do you think he will be a good John Gotti? Travolta is one of those guys where, especially lately, he's been doing a lot of actual people. Yeah. Um, And I think... As he's getting older, I think that's a really good spot for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you say that, it's um, what was his name? Shapiro. Shapiro in uh, from, the OJ trial, right. uh, the FX there, series. There was something else I think I saw, um, you know, where it, it was similar type role. But I think that's I think that's where he's at right now. I I don't. He's not a guy that, as just a kind of fictional character, he's gonna bring you know the box office numbers that he used to be able to do like in the pulp fiction days sure sure. um so i I feel like that's good for him i i I think he does well in that 
Um, and I, I, I think he he could pull this off. I, I from the preview, he pulled it off at yeah. least. The preview, the preview looks so sick. It does. I'm so excited. Uh, when when he's at the in the small brief clip in the trailer when he has the gray slicked back hair, I think there it looked like they're at a funeral. He actually kind of looks like him. He does. like briefly when you get a quick glimpse. Um, so that'll be cool. Another interesting little take here, Kevin Connolly. That is. Eric E. from Entourage is directing this movie. What do you think about that? I I think that's kind of weird. Um, do you have anything I don't know. from that? I don't know if he's ever... Has he done anything? I looked before I printed off our Google Doc. Um, not any huge movies. He directed a few episodes of Entourage. There might be one movie where you, you might recognize it. I don't recall at the top of my head. But this will be his first big movie and honestly i don't even know if this is going to be a big movie it might be one of those with like a limited uh release and then if it does well there it'll go worldwide or whatever you know so i'm hoping that it'll come to say a des moines so we can go see it because i'm really excited about this movie um really when it boils down to it my question to you is do you think this will be a hit or a flop. And when I say a hit, I'm saying on the level of, say, anywhere from a range of Goodfellas to Black Mass type gangster movie. That's tough. Because I like Black Mass. Right. It wasn't my favorite of all time. Goodfellas is. But do you think it'll do it'll, that? I think it'll be somewhere in between there. I don't think it, I don't think anything will touch Goodfellas, Godfather type, you yeah. know, Casino you know, except for possibly Martin Scorsese's The Irishman, which they just uh, leaked some photos from the set, which I can't wait coming to Netflix next year. Oh my god, so pumped! But that may touch it. But yeah, I don't know yeah, if anything I, will ever I, touch I, it. Yeah, I just don't think I just don't see it getting there. Yeah, um, but I, I think it has a shot to do really successful. We haven't, you know, I don't remember a good mob story in a while. Really, the the last like big one that came out was Black Mass, the Whitey Bulger story, yeah. um, and it was good. It wasn't great. I would say the the last iconic mob movie was Casino, and I think that came out in 1995. Uh, I like Donnie Brasco with uh, Johnny Depp. It wasn't my favorite. Um, Gangster Squad. Yeah, see, no, that was kind of popcorn. I liked it. It was yeah, entertaining. It wasn't yeah. It wasn't on the near – it wasn't right. even in the same vicinity. It was a joke. Yeah, but I would say Casino is the last iconic mob movie. Um, Donnie Brasco, I liked. You could, I guess, call it iconic. But then Black Mass was a good gangster movie, not my favorite. But I, I just you want – consider Public Enemy? Have you seen that with Johnny Depp? Public Enemy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an old that time. That's uh, John Dillinger. Yeah, uh, it's a gangster movie. I, I mean, I don't know. It, it was okay. It wasn't on that level to me. I would say Donnie Brasco is better than that. Um, but have you seen Donnie Brasco? I've seen most of it. Yeah, it's good. Um, what What made it? I don't know. I don't want to say worse for me. Is I saw. Um, there's like a, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but there was a uh, National Geographic documentary called Inside the American Mob. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a specific episode on Donnie Brasco, the real guy, and he was talking about it. So I saw that before I saw the Donnie Brasco movie. So that kind of made it a little worse for me just because I already knew what was happening. I already um, 
got the idea from the real guy and then to see Johnny Depp. But it was still a good movie. And hey, you also, forgot. You, you, I was going to say one I maybe forgot. What would you forget? Well, A Bronx Tale, I haven't seen that, but I've heard it's great. And that might have come out after uh, Casino. What, what else did I miss? Well, now that I'm looking, I, I think you missed two. Okay. And I don't know if you consider them my movies. One is The Town. Okay. Do you consider that? I mean, uh, um, I, it's gangster. That, I would that say is, that is that is a great movie. I love that movie. I would not consider it mob. So when I can, so I would okay, say. Hold on, let me so, tell you the other one. Yeah, yeah sure, American sure. Gangster. American Gangster. That that's has, mob. That's more mobby than the town. When I think mob movie, I think Italian mafia. Mafia. When I think gangster mm-hmm. movie, you can throw in anything from. Um, What's the one movie with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.? Um, God. And Ice Cube back in the day. Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. Okay. You, you can throw that as a gangster movie. So I think there's a difference between mob movie and gangster movie. You can maybe... The town has those type of vibes. Oh, okay. I wouldn't consider We're about that. The Departed. Oh, hell yes. Okay. So that one was what? 2000? Okay. See, okay. Here we go with the semantics again. That's not Italian mafia, but yeah, I would consider that great. That's a great movie. You don't that's think that's a favorites. mob? That's a mob movie. It's a mob movie. It's just not Italian mafia. <laughs> I'm Italian mafia Jesus. guy. No, but the, this the fucking guy. The, the Departed is like top three movie for me. So yeah, I did forget that one. Touche. Do you? I mean, do you like The Departed? No, I love The Departed. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Well. I'm not, I'm not one of the most quotable movies oh, I think God. of all time. I could honestly, I I don't want to say I can say it word for word, but I can get damn near close. I, that movie is awesome. honestly low key one of Marky Mark's hell yeah best performances. It was supporting, and he wasn't in it right. for like a big portion, but yes. Ah, uh, going to was, fu- yeah, she was tired <laughs> from fucking my father. <laughs> Fuck your mother. Yeah, it, it, him, he's hilarious. Calling him that. a cunt. <laughs> yeah, he great, great movie. I did forget about that one, um, but yeah. But no, okay. So anyway, back to this. I, I think this movie has a ton of potential. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it'll be really, really good. Um, it's just going to depend. I think it was rated R. It, I mean, probably. It's I don't be, think it came it's gotta out. It's got to be R. And it's oh, it did actually. Yeah, it was. dark. So yeah, my. Could you see it being bad? Because I don't know the trailer. Yeah, I mean, I could see it being kind of popcorny, and right. it's it's kind of hard for a gangster movie to do that. I want it to be dark. I want it to seem like 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 I, I don't want to be like scared of it, but like damn, like I, right. I I would if I were in that situation, I would be fearful of that mobster. That's that's how I want to feel, and that's that's how I feel with Scarsese mob movies. Right. The one thing I'm worried about is when I was looking at the cast a minute ago, outside of Travolta, Travolta is the only big name. You don't really. And you need those those supporting casts that aren't maybe stars, yeah. But you've recognized oh, them. Oh, totally. You know them. Um, you know, I and, and, and speaking of that, the guy from I don't know, I don't remember that na- this guy's name, and I'm, you know, it's a damn shame because he just passed away. But the guy who was in Casino, he was in Sopranos, he was in Goodfellas. It was oh, Billy Bats. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I can't think of his name. Uh, I think it's Vincent Frank Vincent, something like that. Uh, but yeah, he was never the star, but you recognize him as that is a dude from a mob movie or a mob Devino, show. William Devino. Was that it? Let me no, let me that, see the picture. That ain't, it. that ain't it. We're doing some research here. Come on, intern. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, 
I think it's Frank Vincent, but you'll recognize yeah, him Frank right. Vincent. Frank Vincent, yeah, yeah. right when you see him, you think that's a that's a mob movie guy. Right. Um, there is none in this one, but maybe one will rise right, from maybe. this. You never know. Uh, lot, lot. I I just want this to be great. The script's important. Mob movies script Definitely. is really really important, and because you could go really bad cliche, whereas yeah. like. Oh, come on. For or sure. you could do hard-hitting script. Because um, mom movies, yes, there's going to be a lot of action, but there's going to be a ton of dialogue, too. Yeah. Um, like The Godfather. The Godfather is arguably oh, it's one slow. of the greatest it's movies slow. of all time. But it's so beautifully written. Hell I yes. mean, just one of the best peer-written movies ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say another thing that might be kind of iffy is it's a biopic. It's about John Gotti, and we we we've seen with the Tupac biopic that it, it could be poorly done. I don't want to say poorly because Tupac wasn't the worst movie I ever have ever seen, but it was not. It didn't live up to the potential it could have been. Um, I think if you try to squeeze so much of his life into the movie, it gets kind of choppy and it yeah. jumps around, and that's what the problem what what the Tupac movie was. So I'm really hoping they focus on one thing, maybe do a few flashbacks here and there, but really focus on one part of his life and tell the whole story. Stay away from based childhood. On that. Childhood, yeah. I noticed in that trailer there was one in most of the movie. I think he has the gray hair, but there was one where he had black. So maybe, who knows? But I'm excited for the movie. I hope it lives up. Uh, another thing, just to briefly say, shit ton of December movies, yes. good December movies. We have All the Money in the World, which I sent you the trailer for. Oof. It's about the J. Oil. Paul Getty, the oil dude who had, he's like the richest dude in the history of the world. Uh, his grandson gets kidnapped. Mark Wahlberg's in it. Kevin Spacey is dressed up, and uh, you can barely tell it's him, but he's Getty. It looks great. That comes out in December. Uh, Gotti comes out in December. Star Wars, The Last Jedi, we will definitely be seeing that. comes out in December. Those three movies alone, I feel like we have to see. But then you have Jumanji, the remake with The Rock, Kevin Hart, Jack Black. Not really 100%. I want to go see it, but it's going to do box office numbers more than likely. We have The Disaster Artist, the stupid, funny movie with uh, the Franco brothers and uh, Seth Rogen. has potential to be funny. And then I threw in I, Tanya. That's the Tanya Harding biopic with Margot Robbie. Um, it's gotten good reviews at the uh, Toronto International Film Festival. So when it hits the theaters worldwide, I'm sure it'll be pretty good. Um, so a lot of good movies coming in December. Um, definitely want to see those first three for sure. So uh, we will have more content for you coming then. Uh, but, yeah, so that's that. Let's uh, move into Emmys. I did not get a chance to watch the Emmys. I saw everything about it on Twitter. Uh, we can break down the winners, um, you know, just briefly if you want. But uh, let me let me run through them. Stop me if you want. Uh, best comedy series goes to Veep. I don't know how many years in a row this has been, but Crazy. probably five or six. Um, just give them the damn trophy because they've been killing it. Um, best actress in a comedy series goes to Julia Louis Dreyfus. Did you hear about her? I did. She has breast cancer. That's unfortunate. Uh, 
in her post she was positive about it. Yeah. So that's that's here's the thing. thing. Uh, her net worth is like two hundred million dollars. So if anybody's got the money to fight it, it's her. Them Seinfeld checks. Yeah, dude. She's well. Her daddy was. Oh, he was too. Jack too. Um. So, and honestly, she's fucking awesome. Yeah, she's I love hilarious. her. I love uh, her. She's a great follow on Twitter. Uh, obviously really? The thing she I don't does, follow her. I have yeah, to follow the her. thing she does with Veep. I mean, it's running everything right now. So yeah, prayers up for uh, my girl Julia. Definitely. Hopefully, she gets past that. Uh, best actor in a comedy series. I was excited about this one. It goes to Donald Glover in Atlanta. Uh, more Atlanta news. It is uh, reportedly they are just starting filming season two, and he is looking for extras for a white trash role. So. That could be funny. Uh, I love the first season. Um, really looking forward to season two on FX. So I'm glad he got some love for that role. Uh, best drama, and I have yet to see this. I think it's off of Hulu. The hands, Ma- the Handmaid's Tale. Uh, have you heard anything about this? No, Elizabeth Moss is good though. Okay, yeah, for best actress in a drama series, uh, Elizabeth Moss in The Handmaid's Tale. Mad Men. She's from Mad Men. Okay. In the West Wing. In the West Wing. To it. She was Martin Sheen's daughter in the West Wing. Huh. That's one of your like all-time favorite no, shows, right? It's a great fucking show. Yeah? Okay. Uh, best actor in a drama series goes to Sterling K. Brown in This Is Us. I have yet to see that, but I've heard great things. all over everything. Didn't I've heard it just great start things. Season, like a new season? I think something? it's uh, season two just started. Just started. Um, I hear it's, it's very emotional. I think people yeah. get emotional about that show. He was also, um, is it Chris Darden from the OJ trial? He played in the FX series. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's lawyer. the same actor. Okay. Yep. Uh, best limited series goes to Big Little Lies on HBO. Um, I have not seen it. My mom watched it, said she really liked it. I've heard the book is even better. Um, I think it's about like how these ladies have affairs and the husbands abuse them. And so very uh, dark stuff. So I could see how it'd be a compelling series. Um, so that's one to look out for if you haven't already watched. Uh, best Actress in a Limited Series, Nicole Kidman in Big Little Lies. And then Best Actor in a Limited Series, Riz Ahmed in The Night Of. If you have not seen that show, go watch it if you have HBO. Great, great, great show. Dark, compe- <coughs> compelling. Uh, you see how a good kid gets transformed into a bad kid when he's been in prison. And it's just there's a lot of irony, um, beautifully written. Go check it out. Uh, so that's one I have seen. <laughs> I can talk about that one. Uh, ratings for the Emmys overall hit an all-time low with uh, 11.4 million followers. That uh, beat the year before, 2016. Um, I don't know the numbers, but that was at an all-time low, too, so it just keeps going downhill. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Okay. I didn't watch any of this. Yeah, so. me either. I didn't, so I didn't watch any. Next two questions are a mute point, <laughs> so we can talk about this okay. instead. Cool. Uh, ratings, is, there's a misconstrued thing going on with ratings. One, ratings doesn't take into account streams. True. Um, Which is kind of bullshit because... That's the way of the world. That's right. where media is going. Right. So they need to include it. Right. Music included. Right. But so, go ahead. So the ratings are off. Okay. Um, I'm also pretty sure it doesn't take into account if you record. Okay. I'm not 100% on that, yeah. but I'm pretty sure. And that's how a lot of people watch their right. shit. Um, 
you know, people's people aren't really they don't have a, a lot of people don't have cable. They just have Netflix. They yeah. just have they cut so, the cord. So, right. So ratings are going to be low. Ratings for pretty much everything are down. Yeah. Except for the presidential debates last year. Those yeah. about were the only things that were really up. Um, so uh, there's this misconstrued thing, you know, a lot of people are talking about ESPN. Mm-hmm. ESPN's ratings are down, you know. Because um, everybody's streaming it on the ESPN app. Right, and they're just not watching as much TV, or they're they're listening to different podcasts. You yeah. Know? There's so many different ways to watch or interact with a channel um, that ratings are at a low. So a lot of ratings are hot right now. Everybody's talking about ratings because – a lot of it goes to the football stuff this weekend and where sure. we're ratings at and all that. There's just something a little bit wrong with the actual rating system, um, and people are kind of twisting them um, whichever way their political narrative yeah. goes. Um, and that also being said, I, I don't think I think award shows are pretty much at an all-time low just in general. Yeah, um, they're long. Um, Really, yeah. the Emmys is probably the worst the of Emmys, the most prestigious just, ones. Right. Besides maybe, was it the Tonys or something? Yeah. For, like, musical. That's not anything that we're really interested right. in. I just mean, you know, movies, music, the Oscars yeah. or the... Uh, Grammys. Grammys. So. Yeah. The, you know, the, there's a lot that goes into that. And I, so, I, I take, take ratings and what you hear with ratings kind of as a grain of salt until they really start to figure out how you're going to, sure. you know, count, especially the streams. Sure. When I did look up the specific number for the viewership, uh, they also said that um, part of it could have been how Colbert basically bashed Trump the whole time. That could be a reason. And the fact that uh, well, Sunday Night Football was on. Too. Right. So it was going up against that. I'm and sure. What was it that last? Was this away. last weekend or was it the weekend before? I do not remember. Because if it was if it was the weekend before, it was Cowboys. I think it was the football. weekend before. Yeah, I think that was opening weekend. Cowboys were Sunday night football. You ain't beating them. It was opening weekend. I don't. I don't remember. But yeah, it was going to get Sunday night football either way. So you know, Emmys are the Emmys. It's cool to just talk about the winners. I think I oh, really could give a shit less about. It was the Packers Falcons. It was the NFC Championship rematch. You ain't beating that. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. You ain't beating that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I mean, we didn't watch it, so we can't really analyze how Colbert did, but I know he was bashing Trump like he does. And um, Spicer came out. Did you see that? The, he, the actual the man? <laughs> Not yeah. Melissa McCarthy? No, they, did, they went right to Melissa McCarthy. Oh, really? That's yeah, funny. it was weird. He, like, claimed that it was the most watched, most viewed Emmys of all time. Like, he did the very first press briefing, you know, with the inauguration stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It sounded uh, like he was trying to make fun of himself, but like at the same but time. But it didn't work. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I okay. didn't really I I heard about it. I didn't really watch it. Sure, sure. All right. Uh I have to ask you about this. It can yeah. be brief cuz I mean it's over now. But uh let's let's get into Big Brother just yeah. a little bit. Uh I made you a Big Brother fan. You did. Uh so Although after this fucking vote I might not be. Yeah, exactly. So uh we got a winner and it came down to first of all the top three, we may have talked about, the, I don't know if it was down to a top three in our last podcast, but it was Paul, Josh, and Christmas. Josh and uh, Paul became the final two. And first of all, Josh won the final HOH. Why he didn't take Christmas was crazy to me. I don't know. Initially. That one, initially. That one I kind of, it, it, it was a good point. 
if he breaks Christmas, he loses hands down. You think? Hands down. Hands down. Just because people like Christmas more? People like Christmas and Josh pissed off a ton of people. That's that fair. When, when you take into account how the jury voted and yeah. how fucking butthurt and bitter and with emotion they voted, um, you, you're probably right. I was thinking in more of the, the fact that if this jury actually votes, you know, based on gameplay, he's not a chance. Right. So that that's where my head was at. But in hindsight, you're probably right. And um, the, the only reason I say that is she played a much more social game than he played a better actual game over her. You that, know what I mean? Yeah, her yeah. social game, I think, out it cancels his, like, performances. Okay. You know I can see, I mean? yeah, I can see that. That's fair. Um, so let's just get to it. Yeah. Josh wins over Paul. I think it came down to a five to four vote with vote Cody being, being Cody. the uh, um, deciding vote. Really, uh, it pisses me off a little. It, I, the night of, I was really pissed. Actually, yeah, uh, I did my Big Brother breakdown, and I've heard multiple people talking about how I was actually pissed off in the <laughs> video. Uh, but I really was. I mean, Paul. Played the best game, hands down. This is the problem with these games: is regardless of if it you like someone or jury. not, it's it's to me. Even if I don't like someone, like even, say it was Cody that did what Paul did. Yeah, I don't like Cody, but I would have recognized Cody just played a better game than everybody. Yeah, else. I mean it wasn't even close. No so, one played a game. Exactly, had a strategy. Exactly, except for Paul. And then in the fucking jury house, we have Raven and Matt saying how they were the puppet masters with yeah. Paul. I was like, Jesus Christ, you guys are stupid as hell. And I loved how Mark called them out. That was awesome. Uh, but I would like to, and I, in my Big Brother breakdowns, I would say this occasionally, I like to put myself in the house because I want to eventually be in the Big Brother house. But I would like to think even if I were if I got evicted at the hand of Paul, I would have still been like the dude played the best game. Yeah. I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. You know, I I just I don't get how the jury was so butthurt that they voted with emotion and gave someone who really wasn't even a top 3 player the top the five. the 500,000 dollars and I felt super bad for Paul his yeah. face said everything man he I couldn't have done anything else yeah I he mean, really couldn't have and it's a damn shame it's a, a it's a game yeah b everybody except for one has to go at some point so yeah and here's the thing the one, I'll tell you this the people I was most disappointed in were Alex and Jason oh yeah uh, come on it's a game it's dude it's a game like here's my whole thing you can backstab like Everyone who's saying like you backstabbed and that's why we're not voting for you, I would appreciate. I would appreciate that because that is Big Brother and that's right. how you win. You have to be Frank Underwood. You have to behind closed doors make these hard decisions and step on some people's toes. That 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 makes your game better in my mind. Um, like I this I said this in my Big Brother breakdown. Basically, if you're arguing with me that he that Paul isn't one of the best players and he didn't play the best game, then your thought process, if you're arguing that, basically is saying you have to win competitions, you have to make these moves, but you have to do it nicely yeah. because you can't piss off the jury. Yeah. I just that, There's no that's real so way stupid. to do that. That's There's so no stupid. way to do that. Exactly. Um, I, I really think that Big Brother's going to um, have to make some changes. I don't know if it's a twist. I don't know if it's taking something away but i think they're gonna have to do something different for the next season because this 
to me, if you're CBS or Big Brother, this can't happen again because yeah. the best player did not win, and I just think that's sh- shitty. It is. Um, yeah, so that's our Big Brother talk. Quickly, Cody got America's favorite player, and Jessica and Cody are going to be on The Amazing Race. Fuck them. Have fun. Uh, it movie, they get a sequel. It gets a release date, September 6, uh, 2019. Are you... At all interested. No. With after your no. 2.7 rating, you yeah, don't you aren't that. even remotely interested. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Um, I'll probably see it so I can trash it. Yeah. That that's fair. That's always fun with the unfiltered cinematics. Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on. The director for the Kingsman movies, uh, Matthew Vaughn, has been signed on to reboot the 1980 cult classic, Flash. Ah, Flash Gordon. But the Guardians of the Galaxy may have put a halt on it. Vaughn said, we've been working on it. For me, the only problem with Flash Gordon is the Guardians of the Galaxy kind of stole what I would have liked to have done with it. You've got Star Wars. You've got Guardians. So you've got to have your own space opera. But you've got to find something that can survive among these two very, very great franchises. Is he right? Does Or would you think... He would be able to pull in for inspiration, at least, from Star Wars or Guardians of the Galaxy. First of all, it's, would you even be interested in a Flash Gordon I reboot? Know. I don't know if I would. Have you seen the first one? It's the cheesiest yeah, fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. It's yeah, it's nothing special. I don't. It, it's it's tough. Yeah, he, he's not wrong. He, he's actually very very right. When I think about it this way, like a Guardians of the Galaxy X esque Flash Gordon could be kind of cool. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I don't know what they could do differently. Right. But... It's hard. I don't know. I don't have the answers for that. Yeah. That's for someone above me. Okay. Above <laughs> my pay grade. That's fair. Um, I know we aren't real big Game of Thrones people. That's Nick. Hopefully we can get Nick back sometime yeah. soon. Uh, I know he's studying to be a lawyer, so do your thing. Make that moolah and come back and uh, talk some shit with us. Uh, but he's a big Game of Thrones guy. Five excuse me, Game of Thrones prequels are in the works. Um, Should HBO continue riding this wave, or is this doing too much? I don't know if I would have announced five. I would have announced one or two, see how they do first, before you just put in a shit money for five. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Jordan Pill is developing a 1970s Nazi hunting TV series called The Hunt. Is it safe to say Peel is the most woke filmmaker in hollywood right now remember he's also making the black klansman that we talked about he's definitely the most racially charged yeah um or racial racially um motivated motivated in your movie making yeah i guess i I would definitely say that Um, which is weird because he comes from comedy central where he's fucking hilarious on key and peel um so it's interesting to see him make these serious movies yeah yeah Especially yeah, with Get Out. Out. But, yeah, I mean, Get Out was so good. That, yeah. I mean, you, he's right now, he's one of those guys. You just have to see what he does. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Would good. you be interested in, in this show? I mean, I'm very interested in the Black Clans. Yeah, I am too. This is kind of maybe we'll see. We'll see who's in it. Yeah, yeah. this is going to depend a lot on the cast, I think. Yeah. And kind of. And where it lands. Like, yeah. maybe if it's HBO, I yeah. would be more inclined to see it if it, if it was on, like, Fox or CBS. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, and our last little movie tidbit, because I know we're going to break some shit down in this next segment. Uh, we may be getting a Star Wars The Last Jedi trailer on October 9th during Monday Night Football based on a Mark Hamill tweet that has since been deleted. Be on the lookout. One brief question. What more do you want to know? 
Oh, that's is there any question. more that you really want to know from the Star Wars trailer? Because to me, I like to be surprised when it comes yeah. to Star Wars, when it comes to these big franchises. I want to be surprised. So it honestly, I don't want to say it pisses me off when I see little spoilers that Screen Ramp puts out because I like to be in the know. But I want to be surprised when it comes yeah. to this. So I, like I don't know the, how much I, I want. I just like to see more either like the either the, like some of the newer characters or like the characters we saw from the last movie that we haven't like heard from if they're going to be in this or like what kind of role i just like to see what kind of characters they put on okay you know what i mean yeah you want to see phasma i would love to see phasma or maz hell yeah you know just show me um let me know that they're in them give me give me a little bit a little bit of hint all right uh so we are going to do a political minute, maybe a little bit longer than a political minute on the dot. Um, I have a Twitter thread that I want to read, and it's pretty long, but I think it's important, so I want to break it down. Um, basically, we're not sticking to music, movies, TV, sports, because this transcends everything, and it delves into sports as well. Um, Donald Trump he put didn't his, stick to politics. He didn't stick to politics, so we ain't sticking um, on our end either. So basically, Donald Trump called football players who kneel during the national anthem sons of bitches. He also said that they should be fired. Um, I'm just going to keep going, and you can stop me and yeah. give your well, point when. Yeah, let's, can we, let's talk about kneeling because we've okay. never really talked about this. And I have a lot of thoughts on this. Okay. My, I do too. So My initial reaction when Cap first started was... I don't know if that's the best idea. Yeah. Okay. I have a question, though, for you. Yeah. Before we even get to it. Yep. Were you mad at him for doing it, though? I mean, yeah. No. Okay. No, I'm never mad at someone that peacefully protests. Exactly. It's within your right. I don't have to agree with it. Exactly. Um, I don't have to disagree with it. It's your right. This is what I'll say. Cap, what what people don't understand is he went like two or three games without anybody even noticing he was doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it wasn't him out there like, hey, look at me, like an attention grab. Yeah. It was a sincere thing. I will say I think he crossed the line a little bit. Uh, after he did it, I think he wore socks one time that oh, had the pigs. pigs as police. Yeah. That's a little bit of a cross the line. Um, so that that's my first initial thought. Now, this is the part I don't like because there's so much hypocrisy. Ferguson happens, and what do they say? Oh, Man, I just wish they'd be uh, peacefully protesting. If they were just peacefully protesting, it'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, so now there we have people that are just taking a knee. You mm-hmm. couldn't be more peaceful. Yeah. Oh, they should stand up. They shouldn't protest that. They're protesting the flag, the military, the national yeah. anthem. No, it's not. Exactly. No, it's not. You, you, what you've done is you've taken the message and you've twisted it to fit your narrative. Yeah. When in fact... Everybody's on the same page. That's not at all what they're talking about. Yeah. They're talking about police brutality, and they're talking about social injustice. Because this is happening in America, which is what the flag represents. Right. So, And a yeah. protest is to get, by nature, to make people uncomfortable and to get attention. To People are talking issue. about it. Yes. It's working. Now, this is another thing that is driving me nuts, and I tweeted about it. One... Donald Trump says his whole thing is make America great again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, he is saying this country is A, not great, or B, could be better, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that statement says. One yep. of those two things. Yep. Okay. So now when a black athlete says 
We need to make our country better because right now we're not because there's social injustice. There's police brutality. There's, you know, this, 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 and this that are making minorities in this country not as equal as white people. Yep. How is that not the same pretty much exact statement? Yeah. There is. It, it, it is one thing. Donald Trump talks about how much he loves America. He loves the troops. He loves the flag. It is okay. You can love your country. And want it to be better. Hell yeah. Those thoughts are not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. You can think something is great. America, to me, is great. Yeah. But we can be better. And if you don't think that, it, that I don't understand it. Yeah. Because our president, that was his whole fucking premise. Yeah. So the hypocrisy on both sides is what drives me nuts. And then the idea that they're protesting military... They're protesting the flag or the national anthem. They're not. They've said so. Yeah. They've said so. And then the Cowboys, who I thought honestly did the best job, and that's I not was, biased. That was, I was going to say the exact same thing. So. They take a knee before the national yeah. anthem because they don't want it's people to It's honestly the best thing right. they could have done. As, I think it's as the As a best sign thing. of unity that, yes, we acknowledge that there are injustices. We want to do our part, but we're not going to protest the flag because we don't want the fucking backlash, yeah. which why would you? And, and Jerry Jones, right? After who, what he said, we'll uh, get into that if you which want. Which is a millionaire that has given millions of dollars to Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, and they got booed. Yeah. So yeah. that means you're telling me you're not booing them because they're protesting the flag in America. You're booing them because they're protesting. Yeah. You are trying to silence black people and what they are trying to stand for because it doesn't fit your narrative. Agenda. Yep. You don't like it. It's not the protest. It's what they're protesting that yeah. you don't like. Here's my whole thing. I, I see wh- like why people may think that they are protesting the flag because it's during the national anthem and it's the flag and it represents freedom and that's what the military is fighting for. I don't agree with that. I think obviously you just broke the whole thing down. That isn't what they're protesting. Right. They're protesting police brutality. And my whole thing is I have, you know, I hear people say, what do, what do they think they're, it's going to do, them kneeling? Like, is it going to fix anything? You're talking about it. Right. <laughs> You're talking about it. That's the first step. If it, if it wasn't doing anything, you wouldn't be talking about it. That's my whole thing. Another thing, you're exposing people. Yeah. Did you see the Pittsburgh police chief? No. He called Mike Tomlin an effing N-word. Really? Yeah. Got fired. Jesus. You're exposing people that are, are, are exactly who you're protesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. It, it, change, it's never easy. No. It doesn't come fast. Yeah. But it has to start somewhere. Also, people want to talk about polling. Oh, they polled at like, this, should they protest the national anthem? Like 38% said yes. Mm-hmm. So obviously the majority says no, they shouldn't protest. Remind you, the March on Washington, I have a dream that everybody idolizes, everybody talks about. It's in every English or, in, or every history class. Mm-hmm. Pulled at the time, 30% thought they should do it. Wow. That's crazy. So you know what? It might not be popular now. Yeah. Change never is until you see it affected. Exactly. Um, all right. So also Trump revoked Steph Curry also, and the Warriors also, invitation. Also, I got one more thing to okay, say. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, I like it. Our president should never use language like sons of bitches when talking about Americans. I agree. Considering he couldn't say 
that the Nazi supremacy, white supremacists were, were sons, sons of, of bitches. bitches. Then totally don't call uh, African American yeah. who's just taking a kneel yeah. a son of a bitch. I'll go out and say it. He's a fucking idiot, and I don't care who thinks that. He thinks I'm a shithead for saying that, but he is. All right. Uh, Trump also revoked Steph Curry and the Warriors' invitation to the White House. After he said he wasn't After coming. he said he wasn't <laughs> even going to go anyway. I thought that was pretty I'm funny, I'm breaking too. up with you. No, I broke up with you first. Yeah, yeah. It, it was funny. Uh, yeah, so that's just – that doesn't really fit what we're talking about with the Neil. I just thought I'd throw that in there because that was – basically yeah. came around the same time. That was another African-American athlete. Yeah. Um, also, this is kind of big – this isn't even sports, but I saw it, and I want to get your take on it. So uh, I saw some of this. You saw some of it. I didn't get to see all of it either. I saw bits and pieces. Um, so Oprah was on 60 Minutes this past Sunday, and I, like I said, I saw bits and pieces. Didn't get to see the whole thing. I think they may – so basically what happened is they put all these – round table. Round table of voters in a room and basically let them argue it out why Trump is bad, why they think Trump is good, and – Everything in between. Um, a lot of arguing from what I heard and saw. I was up in the kitchen and my parents were watching and I heard it. Um, but I heard them talking. And like I said, I didn't see it all. They may have came together in the end and made a final proclamation or something. I don't know. But in this discussion, they were talking about civil war. People are saying that this country is so divided that they can see a civil war. Are we at this point? Could this like potentially happen? Like, no. And if it could, like, what would it even be? Like, liberal versus um, right wing? Like, yeah. Is that what it, it would be? Or like, black me, versus white? No, or what? Like, no. It's it insane, never, man. It, it's no. It's no. Not even close to being at that point. Thank God, because. It's in, it's insane. No. And the crazy part is we're becoming even more divided. So oh, yeah. that's what's scary about right. this whole that, thing. I mean, that's the number one problem. So a while back I was talking to a friend of mine who happens to be African-American. Um, and we were talking about the election. This was before the election. And he told me, you know, maybe the country needs Donald Trump. And I was taken aback because mm-hmm. I know he's pretty liberal. And he, I was like, what, what do you mean? He's like, maybe we need a shock to the system that's so bad that we need to see just how awful things really how are. How we can hit rock bottom and right. go up from there. Yeah. And the more I think about it, I, I don't know if I 100% agree, but I think he's on to something. I think what you've seen, the media is going to portray a really negative light because that's what gets clicks. That's what gets views. I, I there is a part of this country our the one major thing that I will say is our electorate, so all the people are more engaged than they've ever been. Yeah. If that's love for Trump or hate for Trump. Yeah. They're paying attention. Because what's wrong with politics, what's wrong with democracy, what why it doesn't work sometimes is when people aren't informed and when they're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. You've seen so much when the travel ban comes out, people protesting the uh, mar- the walk on mar- uh, Washington the day after the inauguration, uh, whatever it may be. You've seen this activism that we haven't seen before, mm-hmm. um, and I think something can come of that. Sure. Now, unfortunately, that's finding light in a really dark place. So that's right. good. The one thing I will say is more than ever. Um, and I I don't know if people are going to take this the wrong way, and frankly, I don't give a shit. We we need a uniter more than a divider, and there's not a bigger divider um, 
in recent history than Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, McConnell's up there with what he did during Obama's era. Um, but it, it's not what this country needs right now that's actually the exact opposite of what this country needs. So uh, whatever it comes from, I don't know if that's 2020. I don't know if that's 2024. Yeah. This country has to vote in a uniter, and it doesn't matter what side, but we got to find a way to bring people at least to be able to sit down and just have a fucking conversation. Oh, yeah. And we need to just blow up Facebook. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm not kidding. Social media is, it makes this problem 100 times worse. Oh, yeah. But because people it's hide not behind, going away. Because people hide part. behind a computer and think they can say whatever they want. Yeah. Can, can I also say this? Can we make the presidential election, at least the next one, not a pop culture thing? Um, Because, I mean, this is very outlandish and very unlikely to happen, but The Rock and Kanye and people who, it's a joke at first because we all thought Trump was a joke at first, but then fucking who's in the office? Let's, you know, the right people, let's have them run for fucking president, please. I, I always put it this way. Who who would if you were a NFL football player and your organization that you the team you play for hired a head coach who was a rocket scientist, how would you feel? Probably not good because he doesn't know what the fuck yeah. is going on. He's never actually coached a He's game. He's a smart guy probably, right. but probably not smart at football. Right. Yeah. That's a good good analogy. I like that. All right, so this next thing I'm about to read is kinda long. But I really do think it's important. I thought – I just want to read it for you guys. I want to see your thoughts at the end of it. Um, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, but uh, I really think it's pretty powerful, and I want to see if you think it, if there's anything to it. So this is uh, J. Cole. He very rarely gets on Twitter, but uh, he had a, a thread of um, quite a few tweets, and it was about uh, Kaepernick and the whole kneeling during the anthem type thing. Uh, so I want to read this to you. I'm not saying that I agree with it fully, um, <clears throat> but I do want to see what you think. All right, so he starts off, <clears throat> excuse me, God bless every player that finds courage to kneel today, but the real power comes from you deciding not to watch. Your eyes translate to advertising money for the league and its owners. Same ones who speak out against Trump today are the same ones that denied a qualified man a job because he took a stand against injustice. How do they make it right? I know there are people smarter than me with better answers, but here's one. Hire a third-party investigator approved by the NFLPA to determine if Cap was denied a job unfairly and punishment for his stance. I know, I know. And compensate the man for his losses if they determine he was bear with me i'm just a rapper now look every day they stay quiet on this and they're saying that they condone what's happening to cap and the message is sent. well you have a choice on how to respond to that you can choose not to watch if a boycott doesn't force them to action don't even trip this is where the real flex happened Black people spend a lot of money with NFL, NFL corporate sponsors. White people who don't fuck with white supremacy spend a lot of money too. So next, you turn your attention to the sponsors. Pick one of the biggest ones and say, do you agree with black ballin' players when they speak out against oppression? If not, why are you spending all this money with the league that clearly condones that? And you know what? I don't think I could spend my money with you no more until you fix that. 
repeat this with another company and another. That's when the magic happens. And sadly, in this capitalistic world we live in, that's when your voice is heard, when you hurt the pockets. I respect whatever you decide to do, watch or don't watch, whatever's in your heart. But I'm not watching until it feels right. It was hard during the preseason and the first week. But then I was like, wait, is this actually that hard? Some of us got grandparents that walked miles to work instead of riding the bus just to show the bus companies that they won't tolerate racism. So when I think about it like that, it's very easy on Sunday to say, nope, I'm straight. This may be the biggest opportunity we have ever been presented to come together and show the world ourselves and ourselves our true economic power. Thank you, Colin, for your sacrifice. I'm going to stop it there. Peace and love to all. Let's give energy, energy to the solutions, not the problem, even if you don't rock with mine. So very long there. A um, lot of tweets. Like I said, he doesn't tweet very much, but I think he does have a point. My question to you, is he right? And do you think this could work? Okay. One, a lot going on there. So. Yeah. It could work. He's kind of right. He's kind of wrong. Okay. What I mean. He's right in the sense that it is all about the pocketbook. Okay. Example. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember when Bill O'Reilly at Fox News got um, um, a bunch of like sexual assault charges, basically. Yeah. Uh, intimidation, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, he got all those charges brought against him. Right after all the Rogers Ailes and all this stuff happened at Fox. Yeah. Um, Fox wasn't going to really fire him. He kind of took a little leave of absence, but he was going to come back. It was going to be fine. Yeah. Um, there's an organization, I can't remember it off the top of my head, that went and put out on social media every single advertiser that um, advertises during Bill O'Reilly's show. They pulled, uh, almost all of those company pulled, companies pulled their ads off mm-hmm. that air time. He was fired within the next few days. Hmm. When you hit their pocketbook, when you say this isn't okay, this person condones this, or this organization condones this, and you're giving ad money to them, um, it scares the shit out of advertisers, which then in turn scares the living shit out of that company or that organization. Yeah. So that is how you break it up. Um, wrong to me in the sense that if he sends this these series of tweets a week before Trump says what he says, I think he nails it. Yeah. But when Trump's telling you to protest, this is what I'm saying. Um, now you are having the people who want the racism to end not watching and the people who are saying that they shouldn't be protesting not watching. Yeah. So what do the advertisers believe? Which, which one are they believing? Are sure. they believing it's because... This small movement started with people wanting social injustice to be um, fixed um, and they wanted to hurt their advertising money or they're going with the side that, well, the president of the United States just called them sons of bitches and told everybody to boycott. Yeah. Which side is going to have more viewers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I, 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 he just picked, the I think, probably the worst day to tweet this. Okay. And it was, I think he tweeted the Sunday. It was... Sunday morning before right. the games. Yeah, so if you're saying like a week before right. to give time to prep for it. And I know, and this doesn't really have anything to do with it, but DirecTV Sunday Ticket, I believe they're refunding money Yeah, refunding money to people who don't want to watch. It's going to be it's going to be very hard for this to happen. I love football. I love the NFL. I support I support people kneeling. I I obviously don't want police brutality um 
And look, I, I, I respect the movement. It's just, it's going to be so hard to not watch football. I just, it is what it is. Here's the thing. One, NFL's king. Okay, NFL's they king. own a day of the week uh, and some it, others. Yeah, they own almost three. Okay. NFL ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Sorry. Two, it's okay to protest peacefully. Doesn't matter what you protest. That is your God-given right in this country. Well, I guess your constitutional right in this country. Yeah. Okay. Three, it is not mutually exclusive to love your country and think that it should be better. I agree. Four, you can protest police brutality and also understand that there are really good cops out there that do an oh, amazing yeah. job because there are. I don't want that to get lost because sometimes I think it does. Yeah. Yes, we are saying there is police, not we as in me and you, but yeah. as Colin Kaepernick, there is police brutality. That doesn't mean all policemen are bad or all policemen are great. Totally. That is saying that there are some bad apples and we want them exposed because they're not being held accountable for when they do make these mistakes. Mm-hmm. A lot what you just saw in St. Louis a week or two ago. Okay, uh, we need to understand those things. Okay, then we need to understand that it's not about whose narrative; it's about the actual message. Mm-hmm. Because if we can't openly just agree that this is what their message is and this is the conversation we need to be having, no progress gets made. For sure, for sure. Uh, a lot of deep talk. That was that was good. Um, one thing I want to respond to that really quickly, just. Think think about it, though. I mean, if people really did take to heart what J. Cole said and boycotted the NFL, I really think a big spark could be had. It's going to be very, very hard to do. But, you know, if enough people, if it caught on, a change could be made. I'm not saying that is the only way to get the change to happen. But I, I just thought he had some really good things to say. Um, agree or disagree, you have to admit that he's on to something, right? Uh, yeah, I, I I think he's right on the premise. Yeah, okay, all right. Okay, and that was our uh, political minute. Um, now let's get into some sports talk. Uh, a bigger... Yeah, stick to sports. Uh, bigger storyline trumps the NFL. That was we were going to kind of transition into NFL, but uh, another crazy story came out. Um, four NCAA basketball coaches and an Adidas executive were charged in a bribe scheme. Rick Pitino has been fired from Louisville. Really, I haven't read a lot into this. I'm yeah. I'm sure you know more about this. So tell me what. So you know about this. a lot still. The- the, yada, a lot has yet to come out. The other shoe hasn't dropped yet. Okay. What we know is there was a two-year FBI investigation. Um, they did some undercover work and found that the AAU like agents of the high school players, um, some coaches, assistant coaches, administrators, were basically like paying these agents to get people to come to their schools. Yeah. Or to get like the top talent to their schools. To come to an Adidas school. Right. Okay. Um. It's bad. It's, yeah, it's really, it's really bad. It's uh, corrupt. It's, it's yeah. It's uh, it's mob like corrupt. Yeah. Um, I don't know. A lot of people are going to lose their jobs. Uh, I think that's the first and foremost thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going to go on probation. Um, Have they I, named the other schools? I, I, I mean, know, obviously Louisville with Rick Louisville, being out now. I think I heard USC, okay. Auburn. Um, I think there is up to eight now. 
that really? they had named. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on some of the other names. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's... And it parallels a little bit, and I don't remember the exact 30 for 30, but there was one with an NBA, and they made it basically a business, and that that you're dealing with professional athletes, right. so it's a little you can do a little bit more there, but with the NCAA and its rules, yeah, this is very slippery and yeah, it's gonna be it's it gonna be crazy. Might man. Get us a step closer to paying college athletes, or at least letting them use their name to generate money. This is a big conversation and a totally separate. But do you have a quick stance on that? I don't think they should get paid by their um the school i think they should be able to make money off jersey sales with their name and number okay they should be able to sign a shoe deal if they want to shoot or if the shoe companies will give them a shoe deal um they should be able to make money using their name um just like everybody else could sure will we ever get a college football game again yes god i want it so bad (laughs) i'm gonna ride the fence on that one dude i that's a whole other conversation for another podcast. That's another way but. they could get paid is EA Sports. Yeah. Maybe they get a free game. I don't know. <laughs> like, give them something. Give yeah. them some type of kickback to use their likeness. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's another conversation. I'm going to ride the fence because I don't even know where I stand on that one. I see both sides, and it's very slippery. Uh, but, yeah, that's something else. So uh, that's really all we know in that right now. I mean, yeah, that, it, the, it's just starting. Right, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, uh, let's talk some football now. Uh, the NFL, really, we talked about the protests, so we'll skip that. But really, when it came down to the results, I thought it was a really weird week. It was My Ravens weird. sucked a major yeah, dick. Yeah, uh, the Jags it. killed them 44-7. to seven. Uh, A lot of just upsets. Teams that really should have right. won didn't win. Right, and honestly, the best thing for the NFL was a lot of really, really, really good games that came down to the last minute. Yeah. Uh, the NFL got lucky because the first two weeks have been hit or miss. Sure, sure. But yeah, what you saw this week was parody, um, no doubt about it. Like so you, you think said, a lot of it was kind of fluke? or I don't know if it was fluke. I just think it was a, a lot of... You know, like the Jags, or excuse me, the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, you have to go to London. I mean, see, the, the, the Jaguars play that game every year. That's what I'm saying. That, that was my silver lining. I, it kind of seems like an excuse, but when you think about it, I mean, I'm sure they were jet lagged. I mean, I mean, they, I go back they literally came out here. and they punted the first four or five. Yeah, Flacco had like a .08. Yeah, and they put rated. in Ryan Mallett at the end. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'll say this. The Jaguars' defense is legit. They are they're, very improved. The whole team, I think. Uh, their defense is a top-five defense. I uh, think Fournette is Fournette's going pretty to be good. good. Uh, Bortles is still very yeah. average. Receiving guard, tight end, not great. Um, you know, they. I think they finished second in their division, which is a pretty shitty division. <laughs> um, but I, they're an improved team, no doubt. Uh, the Ravens, yeah, I mean, London's an excuse, but... They also played horrible. Oh, hell I mean, yes. So, so god-awful. Uh, you never know. Um, the Bears over the Steelers, I think that was actually a bigger tell. Uh, the Steelers are just, something's not right. Uh, I don't know if Big Ben is 100% healthy. I don't know if he's all the way bought in. Um, Le'Veon Bell, who held out all offseason, um, not running very well, not getting the yards. Doesn't look like the Le'Veon Bell we've seen the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, so I think the Steelers are actually a bigger um if you're a Steeler fan, I think there's more worry for you okay. than Ravens fans right now. Well, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> uh, we have the Redskins over the Raiders. The that Jets. one was a little bit of a surprise. Um, 
just of how badly the Redskins kind of dominated the Raiders. Yeah, that, and I really think me. I mean. I picked the Raiders to go fairly far. I, I think they have a lot of talent. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think they bounce back, though. We have the Jets over the Dolphins, and then the Pats, uh, the Patriots barely beat the Texans. Yeah. Uh, just the, just when it came down to the results, a really weird week in my yeah. mind. I got, can I tell you one quick pet peeve? Yeah, go for it. So the Texans had, like, a fourth and one, and they were up by, like, two points with, like, a couple minutes left in mm-hmm. the game. Bill O'Brien was the quarterback coach slash offensive coordinator for the Patriots during the early 2000s after Charlie Weiss. Okay. Um, so he knows the Patriots yeah. fairly fucking well. Go for it, dog. <laughs> Don't kick a field goal to go up by five and yeah. give Brady two and a half minutes. That's very true. Go for the first down. If you get it, you probably win the fucking game and Brady doesn't touch the ball. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move, uh, any, any other big headlines you want to talk about in the NFL or should we move to college football? I think we can move on. All right, a uh, lot of some pretty good games this past week. Uh, Penn State narrowly beat Iowa. Such I know that's a, a sore subject. Though. I'm sorry. No, let me. Just it was say, a good game. Yeah, and me, Barkley is a fucking beast. Yeah, Bar- uh, Barkley jumped to number one in the Heisman, no doubt. Iowa gave up like almost 600 yards of offense. Yeah, um, the Iowa defense did. Um, and to me, I, I tweeted it was one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. Yeah, if you tell someone we gave up 600 yards, they're going to be like, oh, my God, how? Or, like, how bad did you get beat? Mm-hmm. No, that's a really good offense. Uh, that Iowa defense was out there. It felt like the entire game. And, um, you know, Barkley showed how good he is, but he never had that, like, 80-yard run yeah. where I just put the game out. Iowa just kept battling and battling and battling. And every time they needed a play, that defense found a way to make one, except for the very last play of the game, half an inch higher the uh, safety, if he jumps half an inch <laughs> higher, Iowa wins. Uh, he did have that iconic hurdle, and yeah, the dude did. hit him, and he landed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's, he's he, a stud. He's a stud. Uh, this, sure. is, uh, uh, this is my other thought on this. Uh, I told a friend of mine, Saquon Barkley, to me, is the most dynamic slash explosive running back in college football since Reggie Bush. And who said... Who predicted him to be the Heisman? Eel boy. A lot of what time up? left, dog. A lot of, le- left, lot of time left. A lot of time left. But he, I, I do think he is a stud. And even if he doesn't win Heisman, I think he'll be good at the next level. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, another upset, um, I guess if you want to call it an upset with their backup quarterback, uh, NC State beat Florida State. Uh, Francois is out for the season, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so that's tough. Um, I know you had high hopes for him, maybe going to the championship. Had him winning the championship. Yeah, but uh, it's going to be tough for him now to well, bounce yeah, no, back. It, it's over. Yeah. 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 Do you, I mean, it's do you wash. think – how many – do you think they're going to have trouble just winning? No, they'll get, they'll get like six or seven wins. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's too uh, they'll, they'll beat up on the bad ACC teams. It's, it's crazy that – I mean, football is definitely a team sport, but it's crazy how one player can impact oh, a yeah. team like that. No doubt. Um, all right, so TCU, they beat Oklahoma State. Georgia kind of killed Mississippi oh State. Not kind of. Fucking murder. Did they murder him? Murder him? After okay. Mississippi State put a whooping on LSU. Yeah, yeah. So uh, do you think TCU is for real? Or? Uh, TCU is hard to tell. Uh, Oklahoma State's one of those teams where it's every time I feel like the country starts believing they might be a championship team. They get upset. They just, like, give you a letdown game. Yeah. Remember the Iowa State game yeah. a few years ago? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, that's just that's Oklahoma State's thing. They get off to, like, 
these great starts and then they get off to sucking. Yeah. You know, like it, it's it's a weird thing. It is. Uh any, TCU, Gary Patterson's one of the best coaches in college football. All right. I like it. Any other college football headlines you can uh, think of? To me, the biggest thing is that I yeah, I mean I'm a Big Ten homer, no doubt, but the SEC's poop this year. <laughs> uh quarterback play. I'm pretty sure I could start at a couple SEC schools at quarterback. Um just so you know, I'm five ten 11 um, and played receiver in high school. That's how much faith I have in SEC quarterbacks. Um, the offenses are a, they're horrible. B, they have no creativity to them whatsoever. Um, and then my last thought is my alma mater, Mizzou, is a fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> I like it. All right, a uh, little MLB playoff race talk. Oh, uh, I Cubbies. wish Nick was here. Oh, is he going to? I some wish shit? Nick was here. Go ahead. Let's see if he's listening. No. Go ahead and say something. Hey, all I'm going to say is... Go Cubs, go. All I'm going to say is... Go Cubs, go. Three years ago... Okay. I thought you were going to sing with me. <laughs> no. Three. I'm just going to speak facts. All right, all right. Three years ago, the Cubs beat the Cardinals in the, the division series. Last year, the Cubs win the division and the World Series. This year, they win the division. Cardinals Nation. Oh, those 14 rings... What have you done for me lately? Uh, We're here to talk about the now. Uh oh. You get to watch us from your couch in the playoffs again. Damn. Brandon's gunning. The Cubs I like it. are no longer little brother. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. They're getting hot at the right time. That's so all I got to say. Dog. That's all I got to say. They're getting hot at the right time. Uh, Aaron Judge beat Mark McGuire's rookie home run record with 50 home runs. Has he hit any more since then? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Pretty cool. It's football thing. season. It's football season. It's football season until playoff. Baseball. Until playoff baseball. I will agree with that. Uh, another big headline in sports: Carmelo Anthony was traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Inez Kanter, Doug McDermott, and a 2018 second round draft pick. Did I say that wrong? Uh, I, don't know. I thought you were going to gun me for Ennis that. Kanter. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on that? Was it a good trade? Uh, I, the Knicks Do you care? Suck. Yeah. The Knicks are so throw bad. away any talent that you get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had to get rid of Melo, but like, if that's your return, I'm like, R.I.P. You're gonna suck again for the next five years. Yeah. And then also, Dwayne Wade was bought out by the Bulls and yeah, signed with right. the Cleveland Cavaliers. So him and LeBron are back together. That'll be cool. That will be cool. I forgot about that one. So there is that. Um, yeah. Anything else in sports? Let's let's move to some music. So. Uh, Chance the Rapper premiered some new music on yeah. the Colbert Show, and it was beautiful. Was it singing? Was it rapping? What was it? Uh, did you not see I, it? I haven't heard it. Oh, man. It is so good. On my to-do list. Uh, yeah. So it was one of those deeper songs that puts you in your feels. Uh, give, he, me, give me a comparison. Uh, like a Chance song comparison? Yeah. I would say talking like blessings, blessings, like same drugs, blessings. But I would say a little bit more emotional, honestly. Okay. Um, he's speaking about his daughter, and then um, he sings. He's singing about how he took that L from me in uh, Rock Paper Scissors. Uh, yeah, maybe no, <laughs> no. But it, it is a very good song. I would highly recommend it. Um, so go check that out if you haven't heard it. Um, and then, do you think that this means a new new mixtape and or album is on the way? And uh, remember, remember this. Let's play this clip real quick. You're 
What do you think of that? What was that? I don't even know. That, that so that was a uh, so Chance the Rapper shared that snippet on Instagram. It's been a while. It's been probably that the a couple one where months. He was dancing to yeah, yeah. He was in the blue sweatshirt yeah, and dancing yeah, 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 to. Yeah, yeah, Kind of some auto tune there, but uh, it kind of had like a little '90s vibe. I really fucks with it a lot. Um, uh, it sounded like, um, oh shit, what's that one song that got him real famous? Sunday. Oh, Sunday Candy. Sunday Candy. Okay, kind of had that. I could see it. Of, that kind of vibe to it. I could see it. Uh, so really, we have this new song with uh, Daniel Caesar. He was on the hook. I haven't heard that dude's album, but I've heard great things. He's an R and B guy. Uh, he was on the hook. That song was super emotional, super deep. And then you have that, which sounded a little more upbeat and fun, um, 90s vibe. So do you think we're going to get a new mixtape album? We, we got to do get one soon. I mean, it's been over a year. Yeah. Uh, Chances like that, though. Three. I mean, in between acid yeah. rap and... See, but but at the same time, I understand that. But he also has never blown up like he that, did. That's very true. At some point, you can't just... You know, um, stay where you're at. You gotta, you gotta ride the wave and keep going. Hell yeah! Uh, some of the things he wants to do, I think, you know, the bigger he gets, the more he can do. Oh yeah, um, I love Chance Rapper. I everything he, he stands for, exactly. Um, Positivity, it's him, you know, the, it's, the it's, faith. It's, it's logic. It's J Cole yes. that are they really leave. Uh, it's more to rap than rap for all three of those guys. That's why they're three of my favorites right now. Um, Definitely, so. I would say there's some religious undertones and faith aspects in Kendrick's music. Yeah, I mean it's I darker, but his to me are more socially driven. Yeah, than, than that's fair. Um, religious. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Which honestly, a little bit for Logic too. Logic's not that religious. No. Um, since he's more socially, more yeah. like mental health theory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. But those are the le- leaders of the pack, I think, oh, yeah, and no moving doubt. the uh, culture forward yeah, where no, it needs to be. No one even close. Yeah. No one even close. Okay. Um, Cardi B's single, Bodak Yellow, gets the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100. This is the first time a female solo rapper has done that since Lauryn Hill in 1998. Lauren first Hill. of all, do you fucks with that song? Uh, and is she the next Nicki Minaj? I've never heard it, honestly. Really? Yeah. I've, really? I've, I've been slacking in my That's okay. Man. Honestly, the past there couple... There hasn't been shit coming the, out. The past couple podcasts, we haven't had a ton of music news. Yeah. Uh, the past... Cu- even the past couple, and I do this weekly, the uh, um, pop. pop culture dinner trays, there really hasn't been a ton of music news. Um, but I, I do like this song. It's not like socially aware conscious or anything it's a banger it's a club song it's a song for ladies to um feeling confident let's just say uh feeling themselves yeah it, it's a it's a banger i, I like it it's it's pretty good get off the fact dog. the fact that the fact that it's a number it hit the number one spot though is pretty impressive i will say uh, I think it knocked off Taylor Swift. Um, so. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you Isn't there a, there's like a rap song too, like Are You Ready? I haven't heard it, but yeah, I don't, that's another subject. But uh, yeah. Uh, so I, do you kind of know about her a little bit? Yeah. Like, you, wasn't, her, wasn't she the one where a titty almost fell out? That and I'm pretty sure she at one point in her life was a stripper. Uh, I've heard that you could go so, online and find videos of her I, doing that. So uh, go make do that money. That. Exactly. As Ursher uh, so, said, baby, I don't mind. 
<laughs> if you dance on a pole, oh. that don't make you a hoe. Oh. Hey, I like that. Uh, I don't know. Comparing Speaking to Ursher, compa- but he giving everybody some problems. <laughs> <laughs> I did. They said he gave a man in like Croatia herpes. I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? Oh shit! He, okay, he's I, denying I'm, it. Obviously, I'm completely right? taking this off the rails here. Um, but it, his shit sound to start sound like Bill Cosby, where like when like three people came out, it's like, eh, and now like when 48 that shit got people, to twelve, <laughs> yeah. I was like, still no. Yeah. <laughs> but like everybody's piling on like everybody who ever had herpes like is like yeah usher gave it to me <laughs> it's like God, damn, oh, usher. that is comedy usher was living that shit up comedy Absolute, um, baby i'm gonna skip this next one because i know you probably don't care about gucci Mane. he's dropping a mixtape my shirt every other. off and all the hoes stop breathing <laughs> what is that from show bus shouty no I, that's usher or usher that's gucci man that's his oh. shirt off Okay, interesting. I don't know what album it's from. All I know is the art- artwork is he's in an orange prison suit. Oh, okay, okay. Is that album. Yeah, I know that one. If you, if you haven't heard that song, you got to. Is it Lemonade? No, it, it, that's it's on that album. Song? It's a, yeah, it's called Shirt Off. Huh. He says, I take my shirt off and all the hoes stop breathing. <laughs> Your impression fucking cracks me up. That's that was pretty good, ain't it? Yeah. You, you Wait till you hear the song. Okay. <laughs> that would tell you, that song tells you why I have no respect for Gucci. Yeah, well, get if this he drops respect. Some he drops every a mixtape every other day I will in 2018. To every single one of them. You will? Yeah. Wow. Should it be dog shit. Um, when will these people learn that less could mean more? No. Nah. Yeah. Give it to me, Gucci. Give it to him. Right. Gucci out here like handing out herpes like Usher. <laughs> In the form tapes. of an album. Yeah, mixtapes. Yeah, that's funny. All right. Uh, a Taiwan record store may have leaked Pink and Eminem's upcoming collab. According to this claim, the song will be titled Revenge, and it will be on Pink's upcoming album, Beautiful Trauma. Are you pumped for this collab or sad that it's not on Eminem's album? He's yawning. Let it Sorry. all out. Sorry. Get it all out, big Getting guy. emotional. Um, I'm a little bummed. What was the question? <laughs> are you pumped for this collab or yeah, pumped? Yes. Or yes. are you sad that it's not an Eminem's album? Uh, could care less. Um, those I just two, want those two, some Eminem fucking news, please. Yeah, those two put out good music, so they do. Yeah, they do. Doesn't matter whose album it's on. I'm here for it. Yeah, it'll be cool. They they always do good shit together. Um, and then our last little music tidbit: the Wu Tang Clan are releasing a new album. The saga continues on October 13th. Do you think that this could be as successful as A Tribe Called Quest? latest album? That's a really album? good question. Uh, I don't know. It, it depends. Because I loved The Tribe's last yeah, album. Yeah, it's and a I, really underappreciated album, I thought. Yeah, and I will, I'll say this. I Wu-Tang was a little bit before my time. Well, and like, yeah. like, like Biggie and Tupac... I went back and listened to him. I really haven't got the chance to do that for Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that this album is good enough to, to make you to have the critical acclaim to, to go be back. like, oh, damn, these guys are fire and I need to go back and listen. So yeah. I hope it is up to that. So The problem is, damn, I'm tired. Oh, we good? <laughs> we good? Old school rappers sometimes, man, they try to do that comeback and it just doesn't work. It, it don't stick. Yeah. Also, one last music note. Uh, Travis Scott gonna be a daddy. He gonna be a daddy to, uh, well, first of all, allegedly, allegedly to Kylie. Have you, uh, yeah. So Tyga said that he may be the daddy. 
Oh, I'm but here if for you this. also hear I'm this conspiracy this. theory oh, that I'm she may be the surrogate for Kanye and Kim. Beautiful. Also, we got Fat Kanye. Did you see that? Yes. Woo! Fat Kanye about bro, to drop some you, fire dad bro, let rap. Let me tell baby. you, there would be no better album than Fat Kanye album. Fat Kanye dad raps, you. baby. Get Jay-Z and Kanye back together Ooh, with that fat get that shit. dad bod album. That's right, baby. Woo! Dad bods everywhere. Woo! Stand up. I'm standing. I have my belly hanging <laughs> out, yo. Ooh, hey. All right, uh, so that is the podcast for the day. Got a little weird there at the got end. Got a little weird. We got deep in the middle. We yeah. got a little goofy towards we the end, to, but we, we got to, to switch it up a little bit. We had to mix bit. it up. Exactly. All right, so I am Trey Lessio, the dawn of entertainment, alongside Brandon Ogden, the consigliere. Everything you need to know in music, movies, TV, and sports. Please subscribe on iTunes. Please subscribe on YouTube. We're trying to pump up the YouTube. Come on. I actually have a very big project in the works. I'm not going to reveal it right now. But it's going to be video-oriented, and you guys are going to love it. So uh, shout us out. We might have some merch coming on the way. That's in the works, too. Um, This is Are You Entertained, and we'll be back for more. Stay safe from Usher.